What's good, folks? Uh, that was an amazing, absolutely amazing um, session we just did with um, Marvin Mumford and um, Marvin Mumford and Matt um, Matt McCoy. Uh, I am back again. I am John Mike, the uh, director of Loop Gospel, the Gospel um, Division of Loop Community, and we're going to be live pretty much throughout the day today, just sharing with you guys and, you know, you know, about the different situations that we've been having going on. But I want to kind of switch gears a little bit for those who have been kind of hanging with us today. You've heard some of the stories and stuff that, you know, some of the other guests and stuff that we've had on. Uh, and I want to kind of switch gears a little bit and actually bring on some of our producers uh, for Loop Community, because there are so many producers, so many great producers uh, on our site that create tracks because tracks are the lifeblood of what we do as, um, as you know, the site, as Loop Community, the tracks are the lifeblood. So I wanted to highlight some of our gospel producers. So I'm going to be bringing on one of our guys, Aaron Daniels. Uh, Aaron, I see you in here, but I cannot add you in. Uh, I think you have to send a request. Oh, wait a minute. I think I see here. Hold on. I see here. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna add you in. Uh, we will wait for Aaron to jump on, and let Aaron share his story. Yo Aaron, yo, what's up, John? What's going on with you, sir? Not much, man. Yourself? Yes, sir. I'm great, man. I'm great, man. I appreciate you uh, coming on live with us, man, and taking some time out of your schedule to uh, come come on here and share with us. Yeah, man. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much. Yeah. So I was just telling the people that were coming on that we. Um, you know, at Loop Community and on Loop Gospel specifically, you know, what we do, um, tracks are the lifeblood of what we do uh, and what we yeah, do, man. what we offer to the community. Uh, and so we have so many great producers that you see their names, you use their tracks on Sundays, on Wednesdays, at rehearsals, for yeah. shows, for concerts. But you've never, I don't think we've, and, and a, we haven't done this in a public light where we actually highlight some of our creators and some of our producers and stuff on the site. So I wanted to kind of bring some of our guys on and really share, let you guys oh, share your stories. Uh, and then of course, talk about some of the stuff that's going on in our particular climate. So yeah. uh, I wanted to start out, let you introduce yourself, tell everybody where you're from, uh, a little bit about yourself and all that good stuff. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for the opportunity. So, yep. Aaron Daniels, I am 26, uh, born, born here in Denver, Colorado. I was raised in Florida, but I've been in Denver most of my life. Um, grew up in ministry. My parents were pastors, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, always had music. My grandfather instilled a lot of that in me, and a lot of my family's been musical. And, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, went to school, graduated from University of Colorado, Denver, studying uh, recording arts and uh, mm -hmm. piano. Yeah, so it's a little bit about me. It's amazing, man. And for those of you who don't know, Aaron is an amazing, uh, just multi-instrumentalist. I mean, the guy plays keys, he plays drums, he plays guitar. He, Thanks, he, I've, I don't seen him with a sax in his hand. Uh, he sings, um, plays ukulele. I mean, you, 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 <laughs> every time you, you do a lot, man. You do, and you do it all well. And I think that's what makes you a great uh, con contribution to our. Um, our community. So one of the things I wanted to throw at you uh, and really talk about, because I think one of the things that you're doing that's really, really awesome 
that kind of uh, plays into uh, us creating an environment, uh, a community of cohesiveness amongst yeah. all of Louvre community is the stuff you've been doing with uh, Bind the Gap. Yeah, um, yeah I said yeah. that right. With Bind the Gap. Yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. amazing. So Aaron has his own set of tracks that are like gospel tracks that are basically gospel-centric and gospel-focused. But as of late, in the last, I think, what, this year? I think you started, what, the beginning of the year? Yeah, this, doing, past, this uh, past year. Doing uh, Bind the Gap. And so I think that's absolutely amazing. And you told me the story about it, but I don't think the people have heard, at large, have heard uh, your vision and the reason why you decided to do um, Bind the Gap. Uh, you know, in terms of that, because you've been taking like CCM songs and kind of putting a, a gospel flip on them, a little and stank on them, a little stank on it. <laughs> been taking it and putting putting some really good, and, and the tracks sound so amazing, and they fit in the multicultural, um, you know, multi ethnicity environment. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I want yeah. you to I want you to share your heart behind it because you shared it with me before. Uh, but uh, I don't think the people, you know, they see the name, they've heard the tracks, but I don't think they know your heart behind it. Yeah, man, that's so awesome. Yeah, so um, for me, it, it, the idea all sparked, it was actually on my honeymoon, and we, we were in London, and um, I had seen, you know, like, there's a thing, it's, it's mm -hmm. called Mind the Gap. It's like, please, you hear okay. over the intercom, it says, please, mind the gap. The doors are closing, right? And I just that for some reason, something clicked in my head and said, bind the gap instead, mm. and... And I, thought, I started thinking about, like, the gaps in, in terms of, like, the genres of music that I find myself doing a lot of, right? Because we do okay. gospel, um, yeah. gospel production, whether it be for loop or outside of it. And you see that divided line. Yeah. Um, and there are positives, right? There are certain things about gospel music that are just like, whoa, like, that's my heart. Mm -hmm. And then there are also things about CCM that's like, whoa, that's my heart. But finding a way to be able to merge that gap, mm -hmm. because even at times, I think we... I love it we separate it yeah. even if it's not intentional like we mm -hmm. separate we separate the genres when it's all it's all a form of worship and it's kind of like it's kind of my heart behind this to be able to bring and merge the aspects of gospel music and ccm literally for for the glory of god like yeah bringing bringing those two areas together that sound because it's a unique it's a different mm -hmm. sound um mm -hmm. that that can be cohesive for both environments I think it's amazing, man. I mean, they sound great, and 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 I think that I think that's needed in this current climate because we've there's been a lot of conversation today, um, the needed conversation. And like I said, Matt and, and Marvin had a, a, an amazing conversation uh, just ended a few minutes ago, and I think that yeah. was, was they they covered a lot of ground. They hit a lot of complex issues. Even me and Matt in our session this morning, we hit a lot of complex stuff. Yeah. But I think it falls in us after we've had conversation. Implementation is the yes. next step and the Always. next phase. So I think what you're doing is a great way uh, that, that falls into the implementation. So it's you're doing something that's bringing both sides together uh, that I think that that's amazing. Uh, uh, I just, I just think that's really dope, you know, that you're, that Thank you're, you. you're Thank pulling you, that together. Uh, so, uh, what are some of the, the tracks and stuff? Cause most, some people might even not even know yeah. which tracks, you know, you have read there because they kind of get, you know, yeah, they, everything kind of gets spread up. Yeah. Thousands. So, um, yeah, I've done a couple, um, I, and I intentionally try to structure that page to have these specific kind of songs that are like 
multicultural, multicultural, yeah. you know, yeah. where they can flow. I've done Glorious Day, um, the variation by mm-hmm. uh, All Nations. Okay. Um, uh, Refiner from Maverick City's one. So Will I, mm. um, uh, originally by, uh, why am I spacing? Is that Hillsong? So will I? Uh, I know I don't about know. B and times. I know. I know. Yeah, name. exactly. Yeah. Um, and then also, uh, yeah, songs, songs along those lines. There are a couple on there. I'm spacing uh, ten thousand reasons. Yep. Uh, you know, taking some of this stuff, and I'm also trying to venture nothing but the blood of Jesus, yep. finding ways to integrate the gospel and also make it more CCM like. So kind of approaching it both ways, gospelizing yep. the CCM and C- um, CCMing. The gospel. The gospel. Yeah. I love it. I love it because it, it's, it's needed. That's a practical implementation on how we as a community can come together. Uh, and because, you know, like you said, the uh, a lot of CCM musicians don't play gospel music in their right. churches because of the complex. It's so complicated. Right. I'll be honest. We are our genre. The gospel genre is the most eclectic yeah. genre on the planet, bar none, period. Yep. No point discussion. blank. Yep. Point I blank, agree. period, as my wife would say. You it is the most eclectic genre. No other genre of music combines multiple right. genres into one. You can have a song that has a a rock introduction, an R and B verse. Yep. Then it goes into a EDM. Uh, you can go to EDM, EDM EDM chorus. Then you got a jazz bridge. Yeah, and then we'll we'll follow it out with something like yellow jacket acid no, type, right. you know what I mean, on the vamp, and then right. come back and end it in a CCM way, you know what I'm saying? And that's all in one song. That's so that's dope, though. In, that's one that, song, right? Like kind of going back to like the if you like even look at like the culture, right? Like yep. taking what you have and working with like what you have, right? taking what was like meant to be a disadvantage or something that you aren't familiar with and like pulling something positive out of that. That's exactly. all part of that culture. And, it um, and it's, it's embodied in the music. It definitely is because we pour our heart and soul in it. Right. You know what I mean? And so that's what makes it. So in the way that a lot of gospel producers, and a lot of gospel musicians think uh, is terms out of the box. That's why you have such complicated arrangements. So right. while it's, it's amazing musically, um, for us, because we grew up in that culture, right? Like when we were, we were, and, and I was telling Matt this. This wasn't on the stream, but this was like in another thing. When we grew up, uh, we were six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old, playing jazz, right. church, playing, you right. know, all of these complex arrangements. We and we had to learn it. And yeah, sometimes learn. you you get forty five minutes at a rehearsal to learn this this song, this this this. And multi- then they don't sing it in the same key. And they don't sing it in the same key. And so you got to know how to play it in every key. Yeah. So it's just, it's, it's complicated yeah. to, to, for, for most CCM musicians and worship leaders that uh, play the music that is more structured. You know, and of course, we talk about it a lot, the one, four, five, six, right. you know, you know, repeat back and forth or what have you. That's more right. centric. Now, lyrically, I don't think anything's touching oh, yeah, CCM. Yeah, yeah. Nothing, nothing, lyrically, nothing's Super deep. CCM. Yeah. That, so, so what you've done is what I what I love is that you've taken the best of both worlds. You give because these songs have amazing lyrical content, right? But a lot of, and we'll just be honest, a lot of gospel musicians choose not to play these songs because of how 
uninteresting they are musically. Right. And so you've been able to find that delicate balance between being musically interesting and lyrically sound right. and bridging those world, worlds together and making uh, CCM music and making it appeal to both sides. Right. So I really, I really think that's amazing. I think that's amazing. Yeah, man. Thank you so much. Nats. like, like even with the whole concept of like loop and loop gospel and was known as gospel mm-hmm. multi-tracks and all that yeah. finding a need, there's like a need for something, right? There's a need right. and then creating and finding a way to be able to resolve that. Cause like I find myself, I worship lead for uh, a predominantly black congregation. And then uh-huh. you also have the congregation that is predominantly white. And there's mm. kind of like this, you know, you hear the term code switching, but it's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. it can be draining, man. So you have to like, for me, I want to find a way to be able to create an identity that yeah. is true to myself, but all where I'm not giving up, I'm not having to give up. I'm not having yeah. a, there's not this constant pull and pry of like, this is what worship looks like. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, I want to be uncomfortable. Yeah, it's it's that's that's kind of the stereotype, you know. This is this has been white music and this is black music, right? You know, and 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 there's there hasn't been much that you know there. And what I what I love about it is, uh, and and one of the things I'm hoping to do in the future is figuring out a way to, and I think you're you've been working on it as well, and maybe this is something we can even kind of co-work on as we move yeah, forward. Uh, is figuring out because you have a lot of gospel artists that take. Um, CCM songs and re-record them and gospelize them, but you don't see many uh, gospel songs being brought down into a format that right. uh, is better, if for lack of a better word, that's easily easier, easily digestible. Because we have to be honest, uh, we we used to it and we look at it from a gospel perspective and say, "Man, bro, that's easy. That's just yeah. that's that's flat seven, flat seven to the to to the six, down to uh, flat five, then you go up to." You know, sharp five. five. Yeah, you do sharp five. <laughs> then, then, then you go. Yeah, you go sharp five, and then you go to the six, back to the flat seven, down to the one. Then you go to the four, up to they're, five. They're stuck at flat seven. They're stuck yeah. at flat seven. Right. And we're like, that's easy. You know, right. to us, it's, it's easy. That's easy. Right. And they're like, they're sitting there with their guitar, like, uh, right. Capo. Right. Please. Capo? Please. You know. <laughs> right. And you know that they, 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 so so I think it it it's great. Again, I, I wanted to highlight that. Because I think that that was one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on and kind of highlight that because I thought that was a special uh, little thing for the community to be open to, open their, right. their eyes to be open to that. Hey, there are these arrangements on Loop Community yeah. um, by a producer, you know, gospel producer that has kind of added some some sauce, as we say, to right. some of the CCM stuff that allows you to use it in your congregation that can be. Um, that that for your musicians, especially for the multicultural church, when right. you have you have um, um, you know multicultural, you have the stage is multicultural. You have black right. musicians, you right. have white you know white praise and worship leaders, right. you know you have black praise and worship leaders and white musicians. Right. You know what I mean? You can you can utilize these arrangements to be able to uh, kind of spice it up and give everybody something that's musically interesting because right. that's a part of it. And I think Marvin talked about that in the stream. You know, you got. You know, you got to make it interesting. You know what I right. mean? You, you got to make it interesting. Yeah. I shouldn't have to dumb down the way I feel to, you know what I mean? I think I believe in like playing in pocket, but I also shouldn't have to dumb down what makes me culturally who I am 
in mm -hmm. order to make everyone around me feel comfortable. And that's what this whole concept's about. And I'm glad you mentioned the whole idea of like, what does that look like to take yeah. a gospel song and, and, and CCM it? Because I think that has to, one, you have to be willing to want to receive and be willing to give it a shot, right? That's a, yeah. that's, we're seeing that play out. Yeah. You have to be willing to have the mindset to want to even try that. And then mm -hmm. what songs can cater to that? What songs have substance? How can you mm -hmm. revamp a hymn to be able to make it? You know what I mean? Like, so mm -hmm. you, I'm glad you hit that. That's a good perspective. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But that I wanted to highlight that portion of it, you know, for those who came on and may not know who you are, because, you know what I mean? We have so, Loop Community is a vast a community, vast, vast community. Uh, and it's very, it's very multi-ethnic, even though it's maybe even on this side of the page, we do it on, we have, we post on the gospel stuff. And then we yeah. have, um, um, we call him MJ. He's the uh, uh, overseer yeah. over the um, the Latin side, the Espanol side, mm -hmm. and he kills Latin arrangements yeah. on that side. And so uh, it's the diversity. Oftentimes, isn't shown, uh, yeah. isn't isn't seen. And so we wanted to take today, uh, like Matt said earlier in the screen, we wanted to take today to really highlight uh, that hey, there are people, there are great creators in the community. Yes. Uh, great creators inside of the community that are doing some amazing stuff. Because if you go, if for most people don't know, if you scroll up on Loop Community's page, like yeah. if you go past like latest tracks and you go past yeah. latest premiums and you go past patches, there's a yeah. little section down there that says top producers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a little section that says top producers. And on the top producers, uh, about currently about seven wow. out of the 10 top wow. producers on the site are gospel producers. Wow, that's that's crazy. Seven, seven out of 10 of the top producers on Loop Community are gospel producers. Awesome. And, you know, and, and, you know, and if you don't scroll up, you don't see it, but right. the, to know that out of this vast community of right. producers and worship leaders, there are, there are seven of, there are seven guys that are just killing it on the, right. you know, in, in the arrangements that they're doing in the in the the tracks that they're you know selling to you know churches and people right. that are buying their stuff and utilizing their stuff on the regular and so I think that warrants some sort of conversation and some sort of, of highlighting most um, definitely you know and and you know what I'm saying of what you do you know what I'm right. saying yeah 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 so I wanted to pose a I want to pose a question to yeah, you yeah. when I, I think we talked about it afterwards because you know we wanted to kind of keep with this. Uh, this whole thing and, and telling stories because yeah. uh, Marvin Marvin said it uh, on the last uh, stream uh, or Matt said it one about you know hearing the stories uh, yeah. and so I, I asked you I think I asked you a question in text about has there yeah. ever been any uh, time in your life where you have um, experienced some sort of injustice or inequality uh, no matter how big or how small right. it is. Um, you know, I wanted you to be able to share that. I, I shared a story on the stream earlier uh, yeah. about about my um, I I was in a traffic accident. Yeah. Uh, a, a white woman hit me. Yeah. She hit me. She came over to my lane and hit me, and um, we called a police officer just to come write the police report. You yeah. Know, standard stuff for the insurance. Right. And during the police report, I was standing sitting on my hood. I was a young man. I was about twenty two then. Wow. Uh, sitting on my hood, and I um, I hurt my son 
in the back seat crying. So I come around the car and open up the back door to see what was going on with him. And so the police officer, who's a white police officer, instantly draws his gun on me at a uh, at a traffic yeah. at, at a at a traffic accident that I didn't cause. He draws his gun on me and he just starts going, Hey, you know, sir, get back over here, get back over, get on the front of your car, let me see your hands, let me see. He's going on, he's just going blah, he's going in. And um and he thought I was reaching for a gun. Yeah. First and I'm like, I, I couldn't understand it. I couldn't, you know, all I could do, you know, at that moment is just say, sir, my son is in the back seat. He's crying. And then the white lady who was, um, who, who hit me, <laughs> you know, she grabbed the officer. And she said, she said, she said, hey, she said, he's, he didn't do anything wrong. He, I hit him. It's my fault. Wow. It's my wow. fault. Yeah, it's my fault. I didn't hit him. You know, he he's got a son. He's got a baby in the back seat. Let him check on his baby. Right. You know, and, and so it. You know, those type things happen. Yeah. Uh, and I had forgotten all about that story until wow. all of this kind of happened. And my wife reminded me of it. Uh, she reminded me of it while wow. we were. Uh, the, you know, just about a week ago, we were sitting down talking. I was like, wow. And so the the issue is what happens is sometimes. In our culture, we experience these things so much. It happens so much, right, and right, we experience right. these things that, that we just we just you forget. You just forget. You just push it out. You know, you just move yep. on. You know, and and somebody else would hear that story and go, "Oh my God, wow!" And you just like, "Yeah, it happened. Yeah, that that happened. I'm still here. Thankfully, I wasn't killed or didn't go another way. Right. I'm still here. So I just because it it happened. These things happen so much." You just right. It becomes part of your living. That's so interesting. Like I never thought about like I've been pulled over for you know a speeding ticket or or traffic anything, and Mm -hmm. and the first thing I think, (laughs) the first thing my the first place my brain goes is, where's my wallet? Mm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you see what I'm saying? Where's my wallet? Before this dude walks up, let me get my wallet out. Mm -hmm. You know, put it on the dashboard. Let me let me let me do this right here. You know, I, like when it comes to like that story, the whole aspect of the story is we, we've been race. I've been racially profiled. We've all been racially profiled. Yeah. Um, both even in ministry, you, you see it operating in ministry. The what what does good worship look like? What does what is what is worship supposed to look like? Um, and 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 how and how that's thrown on you, especially when you are leading in these different congregations or um absolutely or what's expected of you you're expected to overplay because you're people of color um i had a story that that just popped up in my head and um uh we just got done with the rehearsal and i went with a couple of friends um to go grab some tacos at a at a at a at a taco place we we had had, with taco tuesday so we're like let's go get some tacos So we went to this restaurant, and, you know, the first thing, it's, it's me and my um, good Latin brother of mine, and uh, we went, we immediately, we went in and we washed our hands, mm-hmm. and uh, we went in to go and wash our hands uh, to, before we ate, um, but we both yeah. went into the restroom to wash our hands. We didn't know that the restroom was a, um, like, a single-person restroom, so we went in, uh, uh, we washed our hands, we see on the wall, there's, like, there's, like, this picture of Jesus it's like there's no mirror, but there's I'm getting somewhere with this. There's <laughs> okay. there's a mirror and there's um it's there's no mirror, but it's Jesus on the mirror. So we're like, okay. like anyways, point is we couldn't see ourselves. So we walk out of the restroom laughing, we wash our hands, we can't see ourselves. 
um, yeah. and we're we're snickering. We um we come back week after week. We get our tacos. We come back and we notice that the service is like off. Like yeah. we're always being treated wrong. You know, it's so I go up and I call the manager. Wow. I call in a month later. So like I notice like we um like I've been receiving like bad like bad service. I should have probably stopped going there, but yeah, we're receiving bad service. And he was like, um, can you uh, give me your name, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, blah, blah, blah. He was like, um, well, what you don't understand is we have you on camera. We got you on tape. And um, you vandalized wow. our restroom. Wow. Me, this, is a month, like, this is a month later from us actually wow. going. I'm like, yo, something's off. The waiter's always mad. There's yeah. something always weird. Um, and yeah. Um, we we got you on tape. You we have you and uh and a Latino gentleman walking into our restroom and vandalizing our restroom. So wow. I didn't keep in mind I didn't even notice that the wall was vandalized when I walked in. I mean yeah. you go what restaurant what taco place do you go to and it isn't. Yeah, what ba what, what bathroom do you go you to? Go a to yeah. place that's not just something right. like you know. So it's a, it's in a gentrified area and whatnot. So I, I go back and I say like. Like, I know I didn't do it. I'm not having to run. So I, I need to meet up with this dude. So I go up. Um, I have a cop come along with me and whatnot. But it goes to the show. To, to kind of jump. This dude, this man was so bent on the fact that we had done it. Wow. Because of the way we, the way we had looked. He, yeah. didn't, he didn't care about the person who previously walked out right before. Yeah. Um, yeah. But because it was two people. We both, we even kept the door open, John. The door was, yeah. you know, kept open with one of our feet. There's no way we could have done it. But he right. was still stuck. It was a mentality that said, like, you had to have. You had to yeah. have done it. Yeah. And was gonna, I was on the verge of pressing charges for vandalism. Keep in mind, wow. I have nothing on my record. And, like, you know what I mean? It's just like a matter yeah. of, it's, it's not, it's, so it's real. We get it. It's, it's, it's real. very real. Yeah, it's real. It's, it's it's what they it's it's that is the the personification. Um, uh, yeah. Also, you can't have a camera in the bathroom. That's interesting. At that yeah, point, yeah. But that's the uh, thing. It was right outside. It was right outside. It wasn't in there, but it was right outside there. of the restroom, right outside of the entrance. Wow. So as we're walking yeah. out of the restroom, you know, we're laughing. We see it. We see a picture of Jesus in the mirror. Yeah. We're worship leaders. We're we're gonna we're gonna laugh about it. we're gonna laugh about certain things. But you automatically mm -hmm. assume and you make that connection, even though the door that was point. open, that, that we did yeah. that. So, yeah, that, that, that's what they call it. It's what they call racial profile. Right. And and no matter how, you know, minute you may, you know, some people will listen to that story and say, oh, that's not that bad. You know, you know what happened. But what it is, is, is that they have you take you take that word, you take that phrase and break it down. There's a profile. Right. You know, like your like your like your profile on right. Facebook, your profile on Instagram. There's a profile and in that profile there is information that right. basically says who you are and what you do and all those different things like that. So what has happened with our society and in our culture, there has been a profile that a default profile that is that is that is designated by default to yes. uh, black black and brown individuals, um, more so male than anything. You know, some females do uh, do get those attributions put towards them. There's been cases where females have been yep. racially profiled, but us as black African American men, right. are we are often uh, 
um, that profile is designed, especially if you're if you fit the bill of being tall. Like I'm six oh, yes. one. Yeah. I'm tall. You know, I'm a tall black man, but I, right. I have I have a friend, uh, actually my assistant, that comes in and helps me a few yeah. days out of the week. He's six five. <laughs> six yeah. five, three hundred pounds. Right. No, three three fifty, somewhere like that. Boy yeah. boy is a is a tall, right, big, menacing right. looking giant. As we would say, giant. He's a giant. But when you talk to him, he's a teddy bear. Wow. I mean, a teddy he's like, hey, hey. Hey, how you doing? How's it going? How's it going? Yeah. Hey, sweetest young man you'd ever meet. He's only twenty years old. Wow. But and but people would look at him and they attach this default right. profile on him to say that he must be this or wow. he must be, right. he must this. He you know if if something crazy happened he did it. Right. You know if there's a situation where we get called in to try to defuse whatever's going right. on he's the one that did it wow the big one right there right you know i saw i saw something the the other day from i think it was a, a fbi agent i did that see was, that i did watch that that yeah. was ra racially profiled he was sitting down black man he's in plain clothes he's not on duty right he's sitting there in a the restaurant minding his business he was smoking a cigarette minding his business three three police officers approached him. right you know, and they, they're saying that you're this person. And he's telling them, I'm not this person. I'm not the person that you're saying that I am. They asked him, who is he this? And he says, no, I'm not. They, they're, they're insisting, right, that, insisting you're that you're this person. Right. And he's like, no, bro, I'm not this person. You're, you're not doing your job right. This is not the way that you 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 approach someone. This is not the way that you 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 make a, uh, you, you come to a person, a suspect. Right. This is not the way you approach a suspect. You don't approach them automatically assuming that this is who it is when you don't have all the information. If I tell you who I, that I'm not that person, then it is, it is, there's a, a system of reasonable doubt that you must have within yourself to say, okay, maybe this is not the person I'm looking for. Right. Ask me for more information. He tried to right. educate them, but they kept egging insisting. him on. Insisting, right. Insisting. And then eventually they just grabbed him and put him in the cuffs, cuffs, and he's just going off and he says, okay, wow, wow, wow. He says, he says reach into my pocket. Right. Reach into my pocket. Reach into my pocket. Right. Wait, you, you, you about to look real stupid. And they reached into his pocket and they pulled it out and he opened, they opened up the wallet and they saw the badge and he says, he says, wow. He says, right. what, what you got to say now? Wow. What is that? What does that say? What does that look like? You right. know what I mean? And, and of course, there's a lot of explicitive that he said right. that I exactly. can't say on this screen. Right. But, um, it, the the purpose and the point of it was that you know it's difficult uh, for us to it's it's it, when you, when you live in a, a society or or in a culture that when you're you're automatically wrong just because of the way that you look right you know and it's like I can't can't change the way that I look you right know, I can't this change is me that. you know right. this is me. You know, this is who I am. This is how I was born. I'm no different than you. I'm right. no better than you. You're no better than me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so uh, I, I, I think it warrants us having these conversations, um, you know, today uh, during this observance. And, and our CEO, Matt, was, yes. was uh, gracious enough to allow us to, to utilize the platform yes. uh, in order to address some of these issues and address and tell some of these stories. Right. You know what I'm saying? Tell some of these stories and really 
um, open up the community to what is really going on and how your counterparts may feel, even though you haven't shared right. these experiences, even though you may not have uh, had these things to happen to you, but to 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 have a conversation or to ha hear the story behind yeah. even even see I didn't even know that about you because you know I I never I've never had that deep of a conversation. Right. And there's so much more. That. That's I mean that's one off the dome. We, you you yeah. can probably if you were to actually all just sit back and say what has happened now if you actually at times you kind of like become numb to it. You become it numb be to it. It becomes like just the regular thing. Like you you find that you operate in a certain way like just to be like accepted or to even be heard. You know Absolutely. what I mean? So it's like I that's one of many and that's a small example. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It is. It yeah. is. And it, and you become you become numb to it. I like the way you put it. It's it's it it's a it's a psychological uh, I, I explained this to Matt earlier. It's a psyche thing. It's a psych job. Like, right. and we're we're almost trained that way because we experience so much of this stuff from birth yes. on up to where once you become an adult male, you have it in your mind. Even if even if you even if you walk into a situation where the odds are definitely not right against you, right? Nobody sees your color. Everybody right. around you is loving and accepting and there's no inequality and there's no judgment and there's none of that going. There's no evidence pointing to any type of, you know, situation. But because you're black, when right. you walk into a situation, you automatically have this self-awareness yeah. of, of what's going to happen. Or right. do, they, do they really accept me? Do they really see me? Do they really understand? Do they really empathize? Right. Do they really understand how scared I am? I shared a story earlier uh, that I, I, I live in a, a very nice neighborhood, a very yeah. nice neighborhood. And, I, and I'll share, I'll be totally transparent yes. right now. I am, uh, just, just for me to be able to say it, yeah. say that I live in a neighborhood where the houses are plus 500K, Right. They're plus five. I, I live right off of a lake. There's a lake behind my right. house. Beautiful house. But as a black man, I honestly feel as though I am not entitled to that. Yes. Because wow. of my experience. Because so of the dope. experience. Because of the experiences that I've had. Because of the way the system has, like, right. the, the job that the system has done on my mind. Right. I am automatically predisposed to feel like, you no, know, as hard as I work. As hard. As hard as I work right. on it. As hard as I work, as much money as I make, as much as I do, as many businesses that I have, um, right. I feel un unentitled. I, I don't want my kids to go outside in the neighborhood and play. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm afraid. I'm, a, right. I'm afraid for their safety. My wife, uh, can you come stay with me? <laughs> my, my wife went, took the kids to the pool yesterday and it's a this shows the unconsciousness of it. Right. When she when she's getting the kids together and they're walking out the door, um, instead of saying "Okay, bye, have a nice time," my res my initial response is "Be careful." Wow. It's not just "bye." It's "bye" and "be careful." Right. 
you know, because we live, I, I don't That's feel a, like we belong here. Well, and yeah. you know, I don't take walks through my neighborhood. That, that and those, and I know those are things. Those are psychosomatic issues yeah, that, man. as a human being, you have to walk, you have to work through, and you have to walk out of, and you have to accept it for yourself. But because of the the viewpoint of society right. uh, that is that has been imbued on me, I feel as though. I am not entitled to take a walk through my neighborhood. Wow, that is I see so people. I drive and I, I see people walking down the neighborhood, walking their dog. You know, couples walking hand in hand, and yeah. I think to myself, like, I, I can't do that. I, I can't do that. I'm not supposed to do that. I'm not wow. supposed to. I, you know, th- what could happen to me if I if right. I walk? What if somebody sees me and there's somebody out there that is very right. um very racist right. and they see me and they think I don't belong here and they affirm what I already feel is that I, I don't it, belong man. here. They affirm it and I, I and something crazy happens and then next thing you know I'm the next I'm the next person on the t shirt. You're the next I, hashtag. I'm the next person I'm the next hashtag. I'm the next person they're spray no. spray painting on on graffiti on the walls. Right. You know what I'm saying? So uh it's 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 a sad reality because uh, I know Matt asked, you know, he asked a great question earlier of like, how can they as a as a community, as Caucasians, as uh, worship leaders, as, you know, people on the other side, yeah. how can they make us feel more comfortable? How can they make us feel more, you know, um, inclusive in, yeah. in that thing? And I told him, I said, well, it's a it's a it's a great it's a great thing. I, I wish I could give you a 12 step program yeah. to making your right. making your black fit, black friends feel comfortable right um but the sad reality is is that uh it's it's you know everybody's experience is going to be different everybody's going right. to talk because you have people i think matt uh not matt but marvin mentioned it in the last stream yeah uh that um that you know you have people that grow up and they never experienced that they never experienced the racial right. inequality they grow up around great people they 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 they're 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 black kids that are raised by white parents right or, you know what I mean? They're, you know, and so they never have seen or experienced that level of inequality. And so, right. uh, you, yeah, it, like my, Matt Marvin said, it only happens through relationships. So, um, you, you, because of that, you know, you can't really like give, I can't really give you a step that's going to, uh, a cookie cutter approach right. that's going to work for every one of your, your people, because that's going to depend on each person. But I think how Marvin said it, it's done through relationship. You know yeah. what I mean? The more the more time you spend with a person, the more the the less the less color we see. You know right. what I'm saying? You know the less color we see. You know when they become my when you become my bro, I'm not looking at I'm not thinking about all of that right. stuff. You know, or just like you said something like relationship and acknowledging like this is what it is. Mm-hmm. When we can when we can open from both perspectives and say, that like you are black. And I love you, mm-hmm. not because you're black, but I don't like. I love, I love the fact that you are the way you are, and being yeah. black contributes to that and embracing that. It's not that I necessarily love you because you are black, or I'm yeah. looking, or I have black friends, or like I. It's none of that. It's more along yeah. the lines of relationship. Like relationship. I love what you contribute to my life, and you, your culture adds so much to this. And I, mm. I want to get to I want to get to know you as a person. And that Absolutely. goes that goes both ways, but we're seeing like we're seeing the importance of what one perspective can do to mm. like damage the view of many people. And what we're saying Absolutely. is it's not that the other perspectives are diminished. It's this mm. is the perspective that matters most right now. 
we are seeing this it. perspective that that is this is this is what this is what matters right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it, man. I love it. I love it. Wow, man. I really do. That's it's and and I think it warrants having these conversations. It really does sure. to to explore. And I love that we're getting the opportunity to have it in yes. this public forum. Yeah. to African American man, you yeah. know, to African American men having conversation about right. their experience because your experience is different than mine. Yes, my experience is different, but the the thing that we share is that common thread that right. goes between that we have in, experienced the injustice. We right. have in, experienced the the uh, inequality. We have right. experienced the the uh, those, those those things. We have experienced those those things and and so and you get them in packets and you get them in doses throughout your throughout your experience to the point where you just become numb to it. Like I said, I I, I didn't even think the, the 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 gun drawn on me. That was almost, that was fifteen years ago. Wow. I, I it so much has happened. So much other stuff has right. happened in that 15 years that, um, yeah, the, so much has happened in that 15 years that it does not, that it, it was, it was, it's, it's something that was filed. It was put back in the file. I, I, it happened. Right, the archive. I, I, yeah. And I just said, all right, well, you'll just take that and just, just put it back here with right. everything else that's happened. Wow. And, and you live your life. Don't get me wrong. We, we don't, we, we don't, we're not, we're not, it's, 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 it's not a conscious fear. Right. It's not a every day. Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! Right. Oh my God! Oh my God! But it is a systematic, deep, rooted psychological right. systematic. Theory. Yeah. You see, I think pr- many people have seen the the photo, the 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 video where they uh, did a, an experiment and uh, the they had uh, the children looking at dolls. The doll experiment. Yeah, I've I forgot seen, the yeah. name, the exact name of the experiment, but it might just That's be the doll up. experiment. But that's a psychological thing that, and, and like you said, systematic, that means it can be learned. If it's systematic, mm. it can be learned. This isn't, babies aren't popping out of the womb feeling, mm. feeling a little racist today. No, it's, <laughs> it's, this is a system, right? It has yeah. to be learned. We're talking. It's a learned behavior. Centuries of this being learned. We have to be willing to, to take that back and say, you know, this is the reality. Like you said, yeah. it's a subconscious thing. It's not like I'm, like you said, I'm not walking out like, oh, am I going to die today? No, it's like it it cripples the way you move and the way you think it based does. off of years. Like you say, I'm not going to, I got to bring my wallet when I'm going on this walk because I, you know, I, I don't want to, what if I get, yeah. what if I get pulled over while I'm doing this walk, you know, and yeah. this, and I have a, like a similar scenario where it's like, you you you're growing you're succeeding you're accomplishing and you mm-hmm. see this you're you're everything around you is different mm-hmm. everything's around everything around you is different so you you hit it you hit it dead on it's in the back of your mind it kind of mm-hmm. just like guides you like pushes you nudges you this way and you know yeah yeah it's, it's so it's, good it's that learn like you said it's learned behavior and it's all based on our experience the experience that we have um from day to day in ways right. that we've done. Like, like Marvin said, it's crazy that we have a, you have, you have files of yeah. this stuff. And, 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 and when you have, and so here's a, here's, here's a little, here's a little nugget just kind of came to me when you, when you say we file it. So you think of your brain as a computer, it has yeah. files on it, has files on it. And so when you have enough files, 
coming together. You have an operating system. Right. You know what I mean? And when you have a, in your operating system, is, it gives you all of the rules <laughs> on how you function. And right. there's a lot of things that run in the background. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. There's, there's applications and there's processes that run in the background on that keep the computer and the operating system running. And right. so what happens is we get a lot of corrupt files downloaded wow. into our system. Yeah. We get a lot of viruses downloaded into our system that creates processes that go on in the back of our mind. You know what I mean? That run right. in the background. These applications right. that run in the background that teach that 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 give us the rules on how we should function, how we right. should operate. So the violence in the things that we don't in no way condone all of the violent stuff right. that's right. going yeah. on. Uh, that there should be no reason that anybody should be tearing up your city, burning right. down businesses, right. um, doing all of this crazy stuff. We right. definitely, I'm definitely not on the train and on the board that you should be doing that. But what happens is, uh, with, when these situations, when you see this stuff happen, it's right. because these people have had enough of the corrupt files wow. being right. downloaded into their subconscious. It's right. being downloaded. They've got too many corrupt files that's just corrupting their operating system. And now right. they don't know how to do anything but just, just, it just, it just, the whole system breaks down. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Shuts down. Right. Wow. You man. know what I mean? Such a good And analogy. so we just got, we have to, so we have to clean the hard drive. Right. That's a, that's a personal thing. Right. That's a personal thing. Uh, that all of us have to do, whether you're black, whether you're white, right. because even even e all of us have had these these files put into our operating system. Right. You know that that are that are teaching us these applications that are running in the background that you don't see we, exactly that you, you don't, don't see, see it. That's that the main thing know. in what you said. You don't see it. Right. You don't see it. You don't see it. It's just running in the background. You know, racism is running in the background. You know right. what I mean? Racial inequality, injustice. The, the guy Derek Chauvin, when he's putting his knee on the guy's neck, right? He's it's it's a program running. There's something right. running in the background. Right. You know what I mean? That's that's, right. that's telling. There's a program running that's telling this operating system that this right. is what we're doing right now. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? And it comes from a history of these files that were in these these programs and yes, these applications, applications that were yes. installed on his on his drive right. in his life. If right. you want to put it that way. And so um, it's it's. It's just, that's just what it is. So change has to come from cleaning the drive. It's right. got to come through relationship. Right. Um, you know, like, like, uh, like uh, Marvin, Marvin so adequately put uh, in, right. the, um, in the chat earlier. It's got to, it's got to come from those things. It's got to come from these conversations because this conversation right now is cleaning off some viruses. On right. Exactly. This conversation right now is closing some programs that are running in the right. background on yes. somebody's computer. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so that's that that's the goal um for us to do. But man, this has been an amazing conversation. Yeah, this has bro. been great. Thank you so much for this. Like I just like you said, it's it's all starting with that process of being open. First you gotta wanna clean and then because mm -hmm. every we've seen it, it's all surfacing. Everything is surfacing, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you use that analogy like the vi like the virus is surfacing. Yeah. It's like you, it's you have here. it's versatile. And see, even right now, I'm trying to clean my computer, clean some files off my yeah. computer. I think that's one of the reasons why that analogy popped up because I'm trying to, I'm actually yeah. like actively in between this, cleaning off some files off my computer that are that, because my space is getting low and I'm trying to clean some files off. So you have to be intentional. You have to open up your computer, right. open up the drive, and you have to find those files right. that don't belong there. 
that you're done with, the stuff that you're done with that's running on your computer, right. that's clogging up your space. That you're going to get full of it there. one day. Yeah. You're going to get full. You got to get full. You're and you got to find those files, delete them, empty the trash, and start working on the new stuff. And right. I think that's what we're doing. That's here. so that's awesome. Man. That's what this is so, all about. Man, I, appreci I appreciate your time, man. Uh, Thank give you, man. people uh, some information on how they can connect with you. They can connect with your tracks on, on Loop Community, how they can find them, and all that good stuff like that. Yes, yes. Uh, Loop Community, Aaron Daniels Music. Uh, like John said, you can scroll to the producers. You could look and find Aaron Daniels Music. And then there's also Bind the Gap. Um, yeah, because you're on there gap. twice. That, that's the crazy part about it. <laughs> you, you, you're, 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 Aaron is so cold. Aaron is so cold, the fact that he's on the top 10 stop, producers stop. list two times he's on there as himself and he's on there as buying the gap so he's he's made contributor history even that standpoint out of all of the producers on loop community he's the only guy the only guy that's on the on there twice on the top 10 consistently every month so yeah absolutely man i appreciate you thank you so much you guys check out aaron uh check out his tracks tracks check if you're looking for some great cross cultural stuff Check out Buying the Gap. He's got he's got a growing library of tracks. He's adding them in like a, he's like a machine. He's adding these things in every week, uh, and he's just killing the game, in my opinion. And I love having him a part of our team on the Loop Gospel side. Thanks, uh, and so give us about 10 more minutes. I'm going to be live with a handful of more uh, contributors, a handful of more of our gospel producers. I want them to share their stories. I want them to tell uh, you guys about uh, their experiences. I want them to also share with you about their tracks and what they're doing. And we want to highlight them. We yes. want to honor them today. Yes. We want to give them some, some screen time to where you guys in the community can see uh, our, our culture and right. how we represent on Loop Community. Wow, All right. So awesome. We appreciate you guys. I Thank appreciate you, you. I, Aaron. Thank you, Matt, for giving us this opportunity. Thank you. And yes. we'll talk to you guys later. Peace.